Welcome back, everyone, to another fantastic episode. I'm just putting that in the universe. Fantastic episode of Brazilian Dragon Podcast. It is me, Felipe, here with the Legion of Dune to talk about week eight of Big Brother 7, The Real All-Stars. And I'm not alone. I am joined with a woman I would never leave locked out of the HOH room, no matter how many times she rang the bell, Nicole Horn. Hi, Felipe. I know we're manifesting a good episode, but what I'm manifesting is some KFC after this recording. You going to meet the Colonel? I would love to meet the Colonel. Honestly, with my um, legion of men that I've fallen in love with this season, the Colonel came out of left field. I was not expecting. He's a sleeper pick. He might win the whole thing at the end of the day for Nicole's men rankings this season. (laughs) Yeah, we thought this was Big Brother 7 All-Stars. This is actually the Bachelorette Nicole season. I mean, we do stand. Any content with Nicole Horn is great. Um, But we're also not alone, Nicole. We have another guest here. Someone who always wakes me up from dreams of you two when I'm just a stan of him and his show. It's Jacob Redman. Hi, uh, I'm coming in with a lot of girth and a lot of worth. Uh, here I am. Isn't I don't that remember that line. Chicken I did not write that down. Belly flopping in the pool. I did not write that down. If, if, if I he made did that say- up, you need to just kick me off the Zoom. Get me out of here. That is nasty. I swear that's what he says. I need to go. Back is that is that what you? Yeah, you need to double check. Um, but wow. yeah. Um, he is the Neil Patrick Harris because he's the most famous of all of us in this. Uh, I, I thought Jacob would appreciate that as a, as a Broadway fan. Yeah, I do actually love Neil Patrick Harris. He's on the original Broadway uh, cast of The Assassins. Love listening to that soundtrack. Uh, he can do a front flip on a trampoline. That's pretty cool. Um, however, I do think we are past the need for Barney Stinson on our television. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, I do like nothing. Yeah, nothing suits me like a sloop suit is a slap, though. Um, Nicole, are you what from the NPH catalog are you most familiar with? Is it the Smurfs? The Smurfs too? The episode of Glee he was on? No, I like in Gone Girl because he's the crazy boyfriend. Like, how does he play yeah. a straight man so well? Maybe he's completely straight. Maybe I did not see Gone Girl. Know. It was good. It was good. Like, he doesn't play the gone girl, but um, you'll see. You'll see. You got to check it out. He's very talented for someone who seems so mellow and, like, maybe even boring in real life. Like, he seems so friendly, but, like, yeah, he's super, like, down to earth and, like, calm. And, like, I'm like, you are very talented. You, you have range. Yeah, he seemed like a real person, which was really surprising because he's way more famous than uh, needing to go in that house. I was gonna say, what yeah, season? I think he's a fan, though. Like from, yeah. Of how I met your mother was that still on the air? It must have been in like. The did early I cut season. out or did Nicole cut out? I might have cut out, but. Okay, just wondering. I, I was like, is it me or is it Nicole, Jacob? Uh, I think it's you, Felipe. That's all right. Well, we can uh, we can get through it. 
You look, you look so sad. I hate my internet. I want to emancipate myself from this internet. <laughs> this okay. is so, the part where I say I don't want it. This, I don't want, sorry, Ariana Grande moment. <laughs> this is the part where you yeah. break through. No, it's all good. Okay. I know. Um, I believe the child in Glee sang that song in season six with um, Coach Beast. So, okay, Nicole, what were you saying about NPH? I was just curious to see what season of How I Met Your Mother was on air during this little stint. Like, obviously, it was a little cross-promo. I believe it was after the first before the second. Wow, that was yeah. really early. Yeah. Um, and I feel like um, Dr. Will's still friends with him because I – when Dr. Will, Nicole, I know you tapped out of BB-22. Do you know what? Are you aware that Dr. Will was in the house as the neighbor? Yeah. So then I went to, through a little Instagram scroll. I saw that he did a TikTok with the Watermelon Sugar song. Um, Which yeah. one? Dr. Will. Will Kirby did? Yeah. Does he know what that song's really about? You should, you should ask him. Get your mans. Um, I, hope I, know, I hope he knows what this song is about. Ow. Um, but then he took a screenshot of Neil Patrick Harris's book where it's like, I was on my favorite show with my favorite contestant. And he said that was, and my favorite contestant said that my show was his favorite show and I was his favorite character or something like that. Um, and then he name drops Will or whatever. I think that's cool. Well, now Neil Patrick Harris has a perfect discount on Botox and fillers for the rest of his life. And now Dr. Will has a new best friend. (laughs) Yep. Um, and this, this is how makes I met me your sad. plastic surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how I Met Your Plastic Surgeon. We stand. Do you know that there was supposed to be a sequel to that show called How I Met Your Dad? Like uh, it was in development. You, like, follow the mom? I don't even know. Not that mom. It was like a whole new situation. This blonde lady, I think, was cast in the role. Um, it was, yeah, it did not go through anywhere. Um, and then I don't think the writers have been anywhere since. And also, it was really a choice for Jason Siegel to want to quit that show when what has he been in since like he was the big reason why it ended when it did i didn't know you were in on the how i met your mother gossip the him yomo him yomo i love that show but i no, didn't know um, you were in that deep no i watched it like religiously like so i got in season when it was like on its eighth season and then i like read up on it after i finished watching and then i was like oh jason sequel wants to tap out why and then season nine happened and then like obviously like i just kind of fell off like i could tell you some episode stuff but i can't tell you like a ton of like i could probably tell you some of the plot lines but not like anything like it's in my main brain somewhere but yeah well the girls are fighting <laughs> and that's where there's no him yomo anymore yep mm-hmm. um speaking of girls being upset james was evicted i'm devastated oh. Okay. Um, I mean, James is one of the best. I will say it. But no one gets more annoyed than Danielle here. Um, so did I write George HOH? No, sorry. I was like, George did not win HOH. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, Nicole, talk to me about your favorite allergy being evicted from the Big Brother house. My favorite allergy? A chew? Um, Do you know? That's. No, do you remember when you said you were allergic to James Ryan? Oh, I did <laughs> say that. And, but that was only... Uh, so I've noticed I've had a lot of conflicted relationships with a lot of these characters. 
I'll always remember James as the veto king, a man who has gone through a lot of harm. Um, but maybe, um, maybe what's it called? I don't know if I'm allergic to him. Makes sense. I think that was an overreaction. Yeah, you were just too too upset with cats in general that week, I believe. Um, I w- let's not talk about it. Yeah. But anyways, James was evicted. Jacob, any final words for James? Uh, yeah, he's a legend. Uh, you know, congrats to him. Uh, he had a baby recently, so that's exciting. Tristan James Ryan, I believe, is the baby's name. Yeah. So that's uh, some exciting 2020 update. But yeah, um, you know, he, he's a great big brother player that uh, holds up. Like, there's nothing that when you watch him back, you're not, like, cringing the whole time he's talking. He has a few like, moments where he's like, that's a little borderline rude, but don't we all? Yeah, he has a few moments, but at least you can like turn on the TV and not like throw up, uh, which, you know, I can't say for everyone on this cast. Uh, I can't say for everyone who's left in this house. Uh, but I think that James is really a, a good player. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. I like I, that do you think James's cap is always going to be like mid-jury though? I don't. Yeah. yeah. I, I maybe now maybe now that he's an old man he can like play that up but um yeah he, like at least in that form yeah his that, win equity is very little like it doesn't matter really what he does it's going to be hard for him to actually feel the deal for a win and not go out as like a mid-jury threat yeah um but anyway so we get george in the flashback for i'm so confused what the hell am i talking about can someone tell me what i'm trying to say because Erica went into age. Yeah, I think you might be on a different episode because we have Dr. Will, I think, sitting in the house blaming himself for the um, for all the people going out is the first thing I have. Yeah, no, I have that saying, next. I just yes. don't have George HOH flashback arrow computer is what I wrote, question mark. I don't know what that means. That's going to be the episode I'm, title. I'm a little lost in this. <laughs> like Chicken George, probably. Yeah, uh, yep. Um, and then Danielle and Mike Boogie talk about James and uh, James's vote, and Janelle's vote for James, and how Danielle is upset while Will takes credit for the jury. So let's talk about this whole package at the moment. Jacob? Yeah, I think this is a, you know, a smart way to get yourself a little bit further. But I think that this is something Dr. Will probably can't pull off. Everyone knows that he's so good. But if he's actually sitting in the final two chairs, I think you just sign his name on the check. So my guess is that uh, this would be a good move for a worse player, but Dr. Will can't pull it off because he's too good. That's fair. Nicole? Oh, Nicole's I, vertical now. I am vertical now. I like to switch it up from time to time, keep the, keep the Zoom audience guessing, the $75 patrons. And by but- vertical, oh, wow, Jacob, okay. <laughs> By vertical, I don't mean like she was lying down like Uncle Keeve. I meant her phone or her computer was tilted. Yeah, at least do the podcast sideways. You know, it helps with the, what's it called, with the blood flow. But long story short, I think that Mike in um, these early scenes really, um, really notices that um, Will has the upper hand here. Will's known as the better player. Will has the reputation. And Mike is starting to maneuver in talking to Danielle about um, how he can be a better ally to her than Will. But also, I feel like this is not great for Mike because, like, she's going to realize that Mike was involved, especially when she's watching the jury house. So she doesn't know already, but... Like, I think it was also, a short-term move. Yeah, but anyways, we get Erica wins HOH recap, and she tells Danielle that she is safe, which, spoiler alert, 
was not true. But I do think she meant it in the moment. Um, Not only safe, she's so safe. And you know what, Felipe, if I ever win HOH, I'm giving you a big hug and I'm saying that you are so safe. And and then you're voting me out? Exactly. Payback for my birthday? Yep. Um, That's good news for me. I'm surviving another week. Oh, yes, for sure. Nicole, do not. And then I'll vote for you in the jury, Nicole. Because. Even if I respect the game, I'm going to vote for you because Jacob didn't vote for me. <laughs> it's okay. It's just a joke. Um, but um, then we get Will telling James that Mike Boogie will try to set up Erica to put up Chicken George and Danielle. And Will tells Janelle to bond with Erica. This is like a bad plan, but it ends up working out because like there's no way that Erica's going to put up Danielle as an initial nom. Like they have yeah. to realize that. So, um, but they went to work early which is good because like if they had started right after the veto ceremony then mm-hmm. there's less chance it's, of it happening it's too late yeah nicole any thoughts on this yeah i just don't see a world where um erica doesn't make the nominations that she makes it's just so crazy that she ends up simping for a man with frosted tips <laughs> it's kind of disturbing and that's why <laughs> the result this week happened the way that it did not that i'm upset about it I mean, I've learned that Chicken George is not the man that I remembered him to be in, when I watched him back in the day. But at the same time, like, uh, Erica, Janelle, Nicole, what are you doing? Nicole, do not sit here and tell me that you wouldn't simp for Mike Boogie. I would never simp for Mike Boogie. You would simp for Dr. Will. Of course I would simp for Dr. Will. That was never something that we would, um, no one can disagree with that statement, but Mike Boogie, I couldn't simp for Mike Boogie. If I looked like Erica, I wouldn't be simping for Mike Boogie. That's all I'll say. I think Kaser went home and she got sad. Honestly, if I was in the house and I was simping for Kaser. Your choice was Howie or Mike Boogie at that point. I'll just sit in the corner. I'll just start making out with Danielle Reyes at that point. I mean, that's, you'd become a legend. <laughs> um, it's a pretty big swing going from Kaser to Boogie. That's, uh, it's that's a, like going it's from a, one of the best to one of the worst. <laughs> Fall from grace. So y'all go from a 10 I to mean, a 10. <laughs> uh, at least it's not Howie is all I'll continue to say. That's a negative yeah. 20. No, that's not negative 100. Um, but we get a poker segment and they get M&Ms and Will's like, Chicken George, poor Chicken George, can't even eat the M&Ms. <laughs> um, and Janelle wins. So let's chat. Janelle knew how to play poker before this. Of course she knew how to play yeah. poker before yes. this. Yeah, it was the same thing as the chat segment in season six where she was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then... For sure. Yeah. But how do you feel about poker, playing poker in that house? Because then it, like, do you think it's, like, risky? Because I was always like, would you ever want to play mafia in that house? Because then people could tell that you're lying easily if you're a good liar. Like, people can sort of suss that out. I definitely think that you play. You just don't pull out all of your stops. You, like, tell some obvious lies. You, like, make it a little too yeah. obvious. But with poker... I feel like, uh, yes, there is bluffing for sure, but a lot of it is just, like, uh, how you're playing your hand. So yeah. I feel like you don't necessarily give away a ton of, like, how you play the game much. Yeah, it just might show that you're a little smarter than you let on. It's, like, you yeah. know what you're doing. Um, and then 
Hey, like uh, these all stars are living the life. They get cards. They get M and M's. Right. Except for Chicken George. I know in Big Brother 14, because I've been watching that lately a little bit, when Ian won HOH, I think he got like some Lego sets when he went to Pandora's box. So I saw them in the background, but like it takes, like sometimes they get cards, but I feel like these All-Stars have had cards all season. Yeah, I, I do think, yeah, I do think that they get set up pretty well. They get the cards uh, and I feel like they have more games than they usually get. Yeah. Nicole? I mean, that's not even including the trampoline that they're about to get. But if but I was in the house, yeah, with, if I was in the house with cards, I'd just be sitting there playing solitaire by myself all day. Like I'm on like my 95's windows. The only problem is if you don't get the cards that bounce across the stream, uh, across yeah. the screen when you win. <laughs> okay, Boomer with her 95's windows. Oh my gosh, you saw the background on my phone. I just changed it. I used to have it looking like a paint screen. Twitter.com slash behind the secret if you want to see um, my widget progress with that. All I saw is that you were a Jessica Chastain hater recently. Check the tweets. That was seven years ago. I was a lot we all more change. Like, like, I mean, 15 years ago, you liked Howie. Oh! Oh! <laughs> okay, you, I'm dead. Nicole Horn, 1998 to 2020. People evolve. People have taste later in life. <laughs> um, but anyways, we get our HOH room reveal. It's a flower power theme. Um, Erica has a photo with her best friend, Erica. I'm pretty sure that's Erica Shea. I'm not positive. She's like, was a first boot on The Amazing Race the same season as Allison. Oh, um, and then she became a casting producer uh, who's friends with Parvati as well. They opened a boxing gym at one point. Um, and I think that's how Nicole Sesternia was friends with Erica and Parvati, the boxing gym. I don't even okay, know how I know all this information. You're doing like a six degrees of separation right now. Like, where yeah. do you get to read up on this? I don't even know where I know that. I know because I watched that Amazing Race season. And then I remember Erica Shea was talked about a lot. So I was like, let me see. And then she became a casting producer. And I think she was friends with Parvati. Well, this is huh. why I'm friends with you because I wouldn't know this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. At me in the comments if I'm wrong. Um, but we get to a Big Brother 4 photo. And Will's like, they did the Asian guy so dirty. He's probably like, gee, I'm out here or something like that. Season four cast yeah. wasn't that ugly. I mean, they had Michelle, they had Amanda, they had Allison, June, they had Jack. <laughs> Nicholson's for Jack. Uh, David, the army guy. Who, how can we yeah. forget David, the army guy? There's I just remember him one... jumping and flipping upside down on the beanbag thing. Okay, Jacob. Go. One HOH room that I liked. Uh, I know that I've you know given some crap earlier, but I kind of like this one. Uh, it was like a little too flower power, but I really like what they were going for. It looks like something out of Totally Spies. Ooh. Or Scooby Doo. You don't know what Totally Spies is? Nope. Googling now. Did you not grow up on Cartoon Network? French-Canadian animated series. Yeah. Nicole, I, you know what Totally Spies is, right? Yeah, but I'm a girl, so I'm not sure what's it called. Like, I feel okay, like but he knows, what the, he knows what the Powerpuff Girls are. I guess. I feel like I I've never them. seen Totally Spies, but I know it because, like, it was something my friends were into. Yeah. Back up, Jacob. Who'd you say you love? The Powerpuff Girls. Oh, I thought you said one individually. I was like, which one is your favorite? I need to know this. Oh, no. I just, I really like that show. Bubbles is the best, don't at me. Bubbles was my favorite, so I get it. 
Um, I do love Erica's teddy bear, that like red, like dark red teddy bear that she hugs a lot this week. Kind of gives me lots of vibes from Toy Story, but like friendly. I was um, just about to say, what are you trying to insinuate? No, he's before, a very friendly bear. He probably smells like strawberries, though. Before it uh, goes evil. Never. Erica's teddy bear would never go evil. Mike Boogie's, on the other hand. Ooh. Keep that away from any children. <laughs> um, Danielle and Erica talk about Janelle's vote, and that's more of the same as earlier. And then we get Jacob's favorite segment, apparently, the Chicken George belly flop. Okay, minute 15, second 26, Mike Boogie says he has a lot of girth and a lot of words. Oh, maybe so he did say that. I did not make that up. Thank God. I looked it up. Okay, I thought you said Chicken George said that. Well, I did think Chicken George said it. I was wrong. It was Mike Boogie. But I am so glad that I, that did not come from my brain because if so, I do not know what I'm doing with my life. Uh, but yeah, we see this belly flop champion. But honestly, he's landing feet first, so I'm not even sure you can call this a belly flop. Like, if you put me in that house, I would actually do a belly flop straight up. But you wouldn't do it like 20 times. Uh, No, i do it once, but I would do it really well. Yeah. I mean, he's a little rounder. Maybe the gravity, like as a round boy, maybe like the gravity tilts your one side over to the other. There's also a disadvantage because you're not going from a height. You're just going yeah. right from your feet. And Chicken George, even though he did lose those 20 pounds, you know, what goes up must come down. And if you can't really get it all the way up, you can't really get all the way horizontal, you know? What was the quote? He's got a lot of girth and a lot of worth. A lot of girth, a lot of worth. Um, but, yeah, so we get that. Um, poor Chicken George. That man did not deserve to belly flop that many times. Thank God he landed on his feet. Maybe he did it the first time, then he was like, no, this actually hurts. I'm going to fake it from now on. <laughs> That's fair. He does do it many times. And it looks like it's on different days, too, because, like, other people are doing other stuff. So yeah. he's just, like, maybe he's just bored, wants to feel anything. Janelle talks about his run, and it's, little, it's funny. He, who has a more iconic run, Amanda Kimmel or George, Chicken George? <laughs> uh, I feel like Chicken George has uh, a nice little run going, you know. He's got a lot of side-to-side movements. Um, and then, so we get more Danielle and Will chatting about James. Um, and then I had a comment here. So Danielle is in a really bad position because she has just enough power to think that she can make moves and she has safety and not enough power to know that she needs to make the moves right now. Like I yeah. think if she was working all week with Erica, she could have made a move because she does have that relationship but she thinks she's so safe that she can sit back for a week and then take it next week. And that's so sad because she's so close. And Dr. Will's just like right, like at the start of this week, Dr. Will's just slightly ahead of her. And And Erica's hip to it too. Like Erica's not delusional. She like the saddest part about this week is seeing like Mike Boogie, like spin her around and like point her in Mm -hmm. the wrong direction where she knows what to do too. I know. But it like, I just want to point out that she's so close. Like you really can see that uh, she could have gotten it if she was just a little bit further ahead. Yeah, I do think like the double eviction would have been a hurdle, but I do think she could have, because they might have just taken out Chicken George here, if even if she got True. it. Yeah. No, yeah, but that's totally accurate. Um. Anyways, Janelle and Will flirt segment. Um. We've seen this a lot. We can breeze by it. Um. Nothing really upsets since here. And then Mike Boogie and Erica in the HOH room chat. 
And I, I did point out that this HOH chair, like the giant orange one, I like that one that there people sit on throughout the week. Um, Erica tells Mike that she wants to put up Will and Janelle on the block and is like, like, you're going to pick Will over me. Will needs to go. And then she's even, I think, I don't remember if she says it, but she like insinuates that Will would be a jury vote for her and Will needs to go to the jury house. No, for him. Sorry, not her. Um, but Mike Boogie's not ready to lose Will just yet. Um, Nicole, talk about Erica's discussion with Mike Boogers. Wow, Mike Boogers. I can't believe it took us, like, what, eight episodes of this podcast to finally figure that no, one that's, out. No, I feel like I've heard that before, but, yeah. I mean, we that needs to be canon now. I don't know how he has her so digmatized because she has, she clearly knows what the right move is here and she's making the correct argument for Mike to go with it but you see that like it's truly the case of bros before hoes here nothing against Erica it's just that Mike knows exactly how much to put on the table without giving it all away and I think it's really smart but it also pisses me off because I want to see Erica do well yeah, uh, Erica, like, is an underrated player, but then, like, she, like, kind of gets snowed, and, like, I feel like if people remembered more that she, like, was on top of Chilltown earlier, she'd get more respect, but then, like, she also gets to move at Final Four, all the credit there, usually, when people talk about them, but a little too little too late. True. Um, then we get a food comp, the bees one, and the birds, the bees, and the flowers, I don't remember what it's called, but the bees are Will and Mike Boogie, the birds are Janelle and Danielle, and the flowers are Chicken George and Erica. Uh, what would you rather be? None of the above. In the I comp. I would not want to jump in the nectar. So, so you'd rather be like be the... the Chicken George and get like, yeah. you would like jump on people? Oh, yeah, yeah. You want to see it right now? Oh, wait, no. This is terrible podcast. Whoa. <laughs> terrible podcasting. No, I think that'd be fun. This comp is just straight up gross, though. Like, I would not want to. They do it a few times. Uh, yeah, it's a classic, you know. One time they do it with milk, and that is just nasty. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this is a classic. I like Boogie does it again in 14, and I think they do it in five, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? But, yeah, so... It's a wild time. Um, okay, outside of this comp, would you rather be a bird, a bee, or a flower? Like in, in nature. I want to be or a bird. Birds. I want to fly. You would pick the one that Janelle picks. Of course. Yes. Bad I think I'd like to be a bee. I would be a bee. Me okay. and Jacob could be the... Me and Jacob could be Barry B. Benson. I'm obviously the lead. And then Jacob can be his friend Adam, I believe his name is. All right. I think we can just, uh, you know, report to Queen Queen Bee Nicole. Queen Queen Bird Nicole. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll, I won't eat you guys. What kind of bird would you be, Nicole? Would you be like Yago from Aladdin, like a parrot? Um, would you Evil? be... No. I feel Yago like... Is like neutral, like chaotic neutral at best. I feel like parakeets talk a lot. Have you not shit. seen it? Sorry. Have you not seen Aladdin 2? Return to Jafar. <laughs> yes, I have. I have not I seen Aladdin 2. Well, you need to know that because Yago has a heel turn change. Okay, Nicole, sorry, I interrupted you. No, it's okay. I want to be a parakeet because parakeets know they have that good tea and they're always gossiping. That's point blank, period. I think Shawnee relates to a parakeet as well in some confessional. Oh, no, she, Zach has the parakeets. Never mind. I was like, but Shawnee is a gossip queen, like Nicole. 
Yeah, I feel like if I were, like, any Survivor player across any season, I'd be Shawnee. Like, that's my spirit animal. We love Shawnee. I don't have my clips in right now. Not that the the audience can see um, that I have a, a Shawnee-inspired look, but I usually do have clips in. And she's my clipspiration. Clipspiration. We love it. Um, the great Eli Sentman got me a Chanella mug for Secret Santa a few years ago. But anyways... Um, but yeah, the I'll innuendos, the innuendos in this comp, um, were. Feed. Wow, he went there. A lot of girth uh, and a lot feed, of worth. Baby. Feed baby. <laughs> feed baby. Uh, Jordan. I need a moment. I need a moment. Nicole needs to go, like wash her face because she doesn't want to hear think about that. <laughs> Love and everything bagel. I don't know. This competition was just like, haha, they're humping. <laughs> yep. What what more do we have to see? Like, I just feel bad for like. At least it's like, not if the my one. My mom in... had to watch me go through that. I would just be horrified. Do you want to grab her right now and get her reaction? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, okay, I had a, I had a conspiracy theory. Do you think that they told them they had to get the Christmas in August? Because like. What would they do if they like had Neil Patrick Harris lined up and they're like, oh, actually, sorry, NPH, I uh, don't mean to like big time you here, but you can't come on our show because they didn't get the Christmas in August. Well, A, I think they know Will too much to like, mm, that's not that, but I think they also had probably something else planned, like whether it's like a luxury comp or something, they probably had a yeah. backup, like a screening of the How I Met Your Mother episode, the first one of the mm. season or okay, something. Yeah. That makes more sense because I was thinking I was smelling conspiracy from a mile away. Yeah, but yeah, so they have options in this comp. Um, so they they take no red room for meats and fish, no desserts or dairy, um, no bread. They do not get desserts or dairy. They exchange. They do not get breads and cereal. They get one. They give one day of slop for trampoline, one day of slop for Christmas in August, and then veggies or a slop pass. And they give Chicken George the slop pass, which is why the fried chicken doesn't make sense at the end if he was not on slop this week um and then he gets fruits they get fruits or a five-star dinner and they pick the five-star dinner which we didn't even see right no, no we didn't no. and then alcohol in exchange for no pool table um and that's meat and a beer. great deal yeah so they basically are only eating meat and beer um and then the next segment right after is mike boogie and will at the pool table so you know it was filmed before yeah, yeah. I thought that was funny. Uh, um, yeah, I think uh, I think here that you got to take the veggies and put George on slop because only meat and alcohol is... Or like the fruits instead of a five-star dinner. Well, yeah, especially for yeah. you because you would just beat the alcohol. Hey, that's all I need. Uh, you know, no veggies needed. Can't eat meat as a vegetarian. Just give me the alcohol. So slop and alcohol probably. Yeah, I'll go slop and alcohol. That's not terrible. Nicole, how would you feel if you were on slop and alcohol? So I am... You'd probably get drunk fast. I was going to say, I'm a dirty carnivore with a low tolerance. <laughs> so even if I do be eating these burgers, if anything, like last year's KIA, which this week is the anniversary, <laughs> tells you anything, I would not be coherent that week. That was not the same night. It was a few... It was Emily's birthday where you lost the uh, pop socket, right? <laughs> I lost Emily's, my, my pop socket at Emily's birthday, but I did black out at patron karaoke. But there's a lovely performance of me performing Breaking Free on the internet now. And so if you want to see me in my most, um, 
I wouldn't say toxic state, but definitely in toxic you were, state. You were very fine at that point, I think. Okay, I'm glad. I definitely, what's it called, made some what's it called, regrettable choices. And by regrettable choices, I mean um, high school musical karaoke. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? That, that's a great choice. Um, I wish I remembered but- it. I mean, we have the evidence, and we see you, the look that you give to Heather Cannon in her eyes. Oh, okay, I love it. Um, anyways, uh, um, okay, and then Will and Mike Boogie talk about influencing Erica and not being nommed and pushing Danielle at the pool table, like we mentioned, and then... Um, and Will says, quote, am I really putting my future in Mike Boogie's lovemaking ability? This might not, this might not be pretty. Yeah, and, uh, I would not trust myself to Mike, Boogie, uh, Mike Boogie's lovemaking ability. There are very few people that I would, and Mike Boogie is not high on that list. Any Big Brother people you would? Mm, James Ryan. I was going to say Johnny Mac. Yeah. Johnny Mac? No. <laughs> What's the T? What's the T? Johnny Mac has always been my big brother crush. I just don't think we. Oh, I thought you crush. meant that he was like he was like going and like getting it. No, no, I just he trust could. him. He's in and around mouths all day, you know. It's a little freaky. Rob from the Freaky Freak bracket. <laughs> um, Jacob, you didn't answer. Yeah, I was trying to think of someone who I actually would trust. I think pretty much anyone who's going on reality TV is not going to uh, make my list. I feel like just by going on the show, then I don't really trust your lovemaking ability. I think you're too too prone to fake it. Wow. Called them out. You wouldn't trust Chicken George here? Uh, no. That one is the <laughs> easiest no you've given me. Uh, Howie? Let me try again. Howie, Howie, we're getting warmer than Chicken George, but we're still frozen cold. <laughs> Uh, we're still we're still freezing. Uh, no. Uh, Is there anyone uh, that you would trust, Felipe? I said James Ryan because I feel like James he, Ryan, yeah. at least he knows enough, um, based on experience alone. Uh, yeah. Um. Maybe, maybe, just maybe. Karen Singel. No. I'm that was the first thing that came to mind. I was like, I couldn't even think of a name. And then, but um, uh, anyways, so Will flirts with the camera and breaks up with the camera, then reconciles. It was a whirlwind. Nicole, were you, did you feel seen? I felt very noticed in this moment, but I remember watching this as a, what's it called? As like a, a nine-year-old and thinking, yep, I'm straight. Like I just, like the way that he works in the camera that's how just oh my goodness i am getting horny on main right now just next segment next segment before. So, okay i'm too high about it but yes great scene tldr <laughs> jacob any thoughts yeah you know i love the scene too because it gave me an excuse to get some more water not watch the episode check twitter i checked out this was gross i was not here for it at all it was it was weird, but um, Will and Erica chat quickly in the HOH room, and then we get our nominations: Erica, Danielle, Mike, Will, Noms are Janelle and Chicken George, and I didn't really write anything else down. Surprise, Any final thoughts on this episode? None. 
aka the episode that made Nicole thirsty for Dr. Will. Thirsty Hey, Brazilian Dragon Squad. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast, but you don't know where to look? Anchor is your solution. It's really easy to use, and it's also free, so it's the best of both worlds. You can record the podcast using Anchor's creation tools, or you can upload your audio when you have it all recorded elsewhere, and Anchor will do all the distribution for you. It's really easy, it's really simple, and best of all, it's free. Create your podcast today on anchor.fm. Than I was previously. Yep. Um, and then, okay, POV episode, we get our noms fallout. We get Chicken George and Chilltown talking about Chilltown's legacy and love. I wrote love. I don't know what that means. Um, oh, like Chicken George is like, I know what you're doing. Like, and they were like, Chicken George is the only one who gave us respect all season. And I'm like, yeah. really? Okay. They uh, they really talked this up. It's a weird narrative because I feel like everyone knows that they're you know a great duo, but yeah, it's it's a little whack, but yeah. Um, Will tells Janelle to kiss up to Erica and throw Chilltown under the bus, which I don't get. She should throw Danielle under the bus, but actually no, that makes sense. Janelle pushing like that she's anti Chilltown makes sense, but she should also like drop some little hints for Danielle as well. Um, uh, and that's and like 4D chess though she's got to be really thinking ahead and if I'm Janelle I'm thinking everybody's against me at this point so I might as well do everything possible yeah. to just make sure I'm safe yeah and she's going to win veto anyways so um, anyways Will asked the Legion of Doom if there's any benefit to keep Janelle over Chicken George and Danielle is like what the hell Will yeah she is not having it at all one, one thing that I noticed and I went back so many times does Mike Bookie have a different color set of cards than Danielle has? Like, Danielle's were dark red, and his, like, did not look the same color. Am I crazy? Maybe. Am I colorblind? I don't know. I didn't pay attention. Okay. I was not well, paying attention either. That's fine. I guess I will just uh, still be confused why they weren't playing with the same deck of cards. Yeah, maybe I'll need to fact check that one, too. Yeah, may maybe it's obvious, and uh, I'm just dumb. But... I was... Pay more attention to Danielle's facial expressions because she was not having it. That's fair. Uh, then they get their quote pimpoline, as they call it, the trampoline. Um, and Will loves the trampoline. I do think the segment in season two was better with the trampoline, but also mm -hmm. like seeing all the all stars react to Will and his. I mean, who said it uh, when they got the movie screening that Will's basically a nine year old child with a PhD? Maybe. Ooh, I was like, is that Danielle? But I'm not sure. Might have been Mike Boogie. Something. I can check my notes if you really want, but it's not that important. Um, but yeah, Jacob, do you have any trampoline moves? Um, so I used to have a trampoline in my backyard. I'm trying to think if there were any good moves that I had. I would always try to do like a, a front flip and I'd get like most of the way there, like to where like it was close, but not close enough to where like I would not, it would not be dangerous. My favorite was doing the front flip and then landing, like sitting down, and then yeah, you yeah. pop up. Yeah, that's what, that was my move. Yeah, Nicole, did you have yeah, any trampoline really. skills? So, and, so I am a big fan of the front flip, of course. But whenever I want to start hating a guy and I want a reason to get over him faster, I just imagine him as the popcorn in the game popcorn and everyone jumping around. <laughs> and you just jump. <laughs> and oh, part of I... me is like. 
watching them do that is just like that's so embarrassing like you're the popcorn and then i'm immediately over them that's my ick i was so good at that game so yeah you can uh you can fight me any day i would stay the tight popcorn you're never beating me that's impressive honestly tell lydia that and she'll be really impressed because and thinking of any guy unpopping is just so embarrassing yeah. Like, I'll, I'll a, What's popcorn? Is that just when you like jump on and try to like f- fly up? So there's one What's... person in the middle, and they're like cocooned into a oh, ball. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you and then... all jump, and you're like, you gotta pop open like the popcorn. Oh, so they have to control it? Okay, like this vaguely sounds familiar, but I thought like you try to like direct them to someone, and then if they tag someone, then they switch. No, you no? got the wrong okay. popcorn. You're thinking about you're thinking about kettle corn. <laughs> there was that popcorn game with the parachute like with the in gym class where you put the balls in and you have to like pop them up yeah don't get me started on on parachute day that day was crazy (laughs) parachute day at the parachute alliances Mm, true yeah um but yeah the trampoline is fun were you backflip people or nah backflip scared me i'm not that yeah. I'm not that coordinated. True. I, I also loved rolling around on the trampoline, like, and then especially if someone's bouncing and then they try- <laughs> imagine like trying to like roll between someone jumping on either side of you. That's oh, scary. that's fun. Yeah. Um, Daniel and not Danielle. That's her sister. Nicole would jump into the trampoline with Doctor Will any day. Of course, of course, I jump into the trampoline <laughs> with Doctor Will. Of course, we can play popcorn anytime. Even if Doctor <laughs> popped open, I'd still be turned on. <laughs> Anyways, Danielle and Erica make a final two on Danielle's kids, and Danielle calls Will the devil and wants to veto Chicken George to put Will up. And she's like, Danielle from BB3 is back. Um, this, this was a great moment. I loved how passionate she was right here. When she was doing this, I was cheering her on. Obviously, I know that she's about to reach her demise, like, later this episode, but I was so hyped when, when you get this, like, big uh, speech from her that she was coming back with a vengeance. We love Danielle. Uh, we love Subdued Danielle. We love Danielle with a vengeance. Um, and, like, honestly, I do think Erica made a bad call here, obviously. But also, at the same time, I don't know if Erica wins at this stage unless she really makes moves. So at least she tried something, I guess. Um, yeah. But she only wins against Chicken George, I think, at this point. And no, I think Chicken George might be here because they're all like, oh, we respect Chicken George. Um, anyways, Will loves Neil Patrick Harris and him, Yomo, um, is talking about it. And then Neil Patrick Harris shows up in, for Christmas in August. And Will's like, so I was just dreaming about Neil Patrick Harris as I do every night. And then I wake up and Neil Patrick Harris is here. Am I still dreaming? Um, so which celebrity would you wish surprised you in the Big Brother house? Ooh, this is a tough one. Because I can't say Dr. Nicole's going to say Jojo Siwa. Why do you think I'm a Jojo Siwa stan? Because you're all I... on that TikTok. So I respect Jojo Siwa as a businesswoman. But I do not stand Jojo Siwa because I'm an adult. Did you watch Lemon on Snatch Game? I did see Lemon on Snatch in Game. I thought her, her impression was very good. But out of any celebrity in the world, you want the six foot two toddler 
<laughs> she's six foot two. No, she's she's really tall in comparison to the other Dance Moms girls. Okay. Um, and I started watching JoJo on Dance Moms. I was a teenage girl at one point, so I really enjoyed her on that show. But they made her out to be a villain, so I'm happy she's getting her happy ending. Yeah, it made me sad just thinking about this because probably at one point in time I would have said Naya Rivera, and that oh. just made me sad to think about. And like this is an open podcast, I'm gonna be open with my feelings. Like I'm not gonna hide that from you just because it, it's sad. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, no, well, Lady Gaga's who, always been my number one, so probably her. But like, she's just gonna come in the house and like, rah rah everywhere, yeah. and then leave. Ooh, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt together. That would be fun. Ooh, that's or one. or Jenna Fisher. I'm a big jam stan. Oh yeah, she was good. Her and Angela Kinsey were good on Family Feud this week. Oh, oh I yeah, didn't watch I that, but I listened to their podcast. Mm. I'm very far behind though. Um <laughs> I, I like am going very like a turtle pace because someone needs to drop their podcast every week. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that was not an Anna Jacob. I love Avatar. But I'm talking oh, about like all the podcasts that I listen to have to drop, and then I'm like, oh well, not, not, um, what's their po- office ladies that can go lower in the queue. Um, Jacob, who would you say? Nicole says Lady uh, Gaga. I adore Billie Eilish. She is my. <laughs> I was like, are you going artist. Eichner or Eilish? <laughs> no, Billie Eilish. I love her so much. Uh, if I could have five seconds with Billie Eilish, my life would just be better. Don't tell Lydia. So there you go. I was not uh, expecting that. Jacob is a Billie Eilish fan. I gotta follow you on Spotify because if that's just the beginning, I need to know what Jacob listens to. Uh, show tunes and Billie Eilish. That's literally it. Anytime I'm trying to get work done, it's Billie or nothing. Okay, Stan. Okay, but yeah. I think Billy Eichner would be fun in the Big Brother house. I know that's not who you mentioned, but he would just yell at people like, "I have feelings. You are hurting them." <laughs> Yeah, no, Billy uh, Eichner used to be my favorite celebrity at one point. That's actually really yeah. funny that you even brought him up. I, I would love Billy Eichner too, but uh, Billy Eilish would, uh, that would really just make my heart happy. Uh, when I went to go visit my RHAB friends when they got a new house in Somerville, they're very Leo and Alana, if anyone's watching The Amazing Race. Um, they met on Tinder as well. But, anyways, um, Emma and her boyfriend Tyler, who's not an RHAB person, but we become friendly we watched billy on the street just straight and the episode with ariana grande michelle obama and big bird and um elena i love elena elena love elena. elena can be the guest of the big brother house the house would be so much better imagine elena in the house instead of christmas true all-stars true also not elena davies though I never no oh, no never i would Elena Davies, who's that? No, I'm just making sure the audience knows that we're talking about Elena from Billy on the Street. Yes, this is a Billy on the Street podcast. Yes, that's our next podcast. There are only 20-minute episodes. um, I actually, uh, I really like that show, so I would not mind. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anyone else that I would want? I'm trying to think of the comedies that I like. Oh, you know what? Mandy Moore. We not a comedy. This is us is not a comedy. Let me just put that out there. But Mandy Moore is iconic. We stand. I love this is us. Honestly, I stopped watching after the thing happened with the crock pot. But oh, okay, yeah. Besides you, that, love the show. Are you gonna watch a new season, or would you need to binge watch it? I would have to binge watch it because I cried so much during the crock pot episodes that I don't think I have any tears left in me. Ariana said, okay. "That's no tears left to cry." The William episode also. 
broke my heart. Um, don't even, don't even bring him. Jacob, up are you right a This now. Is Us person? I feel no. like Jacob would like This Is Us. Like he's a, that's a sleeper show for Jacob if he ever has the time. But also, get your tissues out; you will cry. Um, okay. Nicole, I gotta know before we move on. Who's your favorite character? Is it Jack on Pearson? This- are you basic? No, I'm not basic. I think who, my favorite character is Randall. Yeah, I think that's pretty yeah. easy. Um, yeah, Randall Sterling K. Brown is an incredible actor. One of the best. You actors know who else is a great right? actor? I don't know how who? far you are into the show, but Deja, the girl who plays Deja, love De- the girl who plays Deja. Very talented. She's so freaking talented. Like, and yo. so tune in to our This Is Us podcast coming soon. Great. Imagine us trying to make like jokes and then they're like talking about sensitive issues on This Is Us and we're just like cracking jokes about <laughs> Uncle Kiwi laying in bed. <laughs> Sorry. I don't even know what we're talking Anyways. about. Uh, yeah, um, Christmas in, in August. Of course. We don't like Christmas in August anymore though because that means another Christmas habit season. Um, anyways. True. Chicken George's Santa, there's rock Christmas music. Okay, low-key rock versions of Christmas songs get me kind of hype. <laughs> like with the guitar, the jingle bell guitar, that kind of got me hype. I'm yeah, ready for I'm Christmas thinking... season. Oh, me too. We're close. Fuck Halloween. It's all about the holidays, baby. You can't say fuck Halloween. I just got my costume. What, what are you going to be? Is? So I'm going as Carmela from The Sopranos. Oh, um, is that uh, Drea Day? No, that's Tony's wife. I may or may not be going in a couple's costume, which is funny considering I just spent the whole episode thirsting over Dr. Will. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I got the first random follow from Nicole's man. I am so happy. Um, I got got the approval. But so, yes, Halloween can stay, but Christmas in August, I guess, well, got it for all intents and purposes. Jacob, do you have a costume yet? Uh, I want to go as Aang really badly, but it seems like a head? lot of work. Uh, yeah, I, I was thinking about doing it. It seems funny to shave my head. Okay, other idea, because I need someone to go. Um, my friends and I were going to, back when Tiger King was a thing, and we were allowed to go back into the real world, we were going to be Joe Exotic and his husbands, <laughs> and Carol Baskin, and I was going to be the one with the like three teeth, who never mm-hmm. wore a shirt and like had the bandana but i don't know i think she has to work at spirit that day so um if anyone wants to be joe exotic i'll be i'll be in your couple's costume i wish i wasn't booked no okay lydia can be joe exotic jacob can be carol baskin and then i can be the third one perfect perfect yeah. now you have to grow out blonde hair and lydia has to shave hers or no joe exotic has long hair yeah and then you can be Carol Baskin. I think Jacob could do a hey, all you cool cats and kittens really well. Did you watch yeah, her on Dancing with the Stars? No. It was bad. No Is she out? Yeah, well, she, was, she was out on Disney night. She did Circle of Life. All her songs with cat themes. She did I Have the Tiger, What's New Pussycat, and then Circle of Life. When really she should have done Everybody Wants to Be a Cat, but okay. See you. Wow. Drag her. Drag her. I will. Um, anyways, uh, Chicken George gets some shoes. Mike Boogie gets a shirt. Janelle gets a bra. Chilltown gets Nintendo. What did Danielle and Erica get? That's what I really want to know. Hopefully. I, I was going to say some self-respect. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
okay. <laughs> the way the way that I should just never say what's on my the mind. The way Nicole's simping for Dr. Will, but also drags Janelle for simping for Dr. Will. No, I drag Erica for oh, you simping said, for Boogie. Yeah. 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 Sorry, I forgot that. But Danielle doesn't need self-respect. Danielle needs a prayer. Danielle should get that phone call that she gave up at this point. Let's, yeah. let's give her the phone call. Um, but uh, just seeing them open the presents, I got a Wii for Christmas one year. So that was probably the best Christmas present I got. Jacob and Nicole, any great Christmas gifts? The Wii um, was the present that I cried and screamed over. So, yes. Wow. I know Jacob had a Wii because he talked about the Avatar game. I did have a Wii. I think that was a birthday gift. The best Christmas gift I got was my mom got me uh, a trip to go with her on a work vacation or a work trip. I got to go on vacation to New York City and we saw a Broadway show. And I, Which when one? I was in the third grade. Uh, what did we see? We saw The Addams Family and then we saw one other show, like The Drowsy Chaperone, I think. Both Were days. you always a big Broadway kid? Loved it, yeah. Or was that like your introduction to Broadway? No, I, uh, I've always loved it so much. That was the first time I went to Broadway, but I watched, I remember seeing shows when I was like really young. And how do you uh, hate just, Disney like, movies? Theater. I don't hate Disney movies. Okay. I just, I just assumed you did. <laughs> no. No. I like uh, happiness. I mean, they're pretty problematic, but. Okay. That's fair. But Disney music slaps. And I, I will stand agreed. by that. Agreed. I will. Uh, yeah. I don't care will... how problematic that Mulan movie is. The new one is that version of reflection uh, christina really did outdo herself she was like you want me to record again hold my beer <laughs> yeah uh felipe come to chicago and we can blast some disney tunes in my oh, i will literally move right now let's get the u-haul nicole let's go we're moving larry come can come away. um anyways uh chicken george was struck by lightning he tells that story to mike boogie and will and then i forget who says it but someone's like no wonder chicken george is not winning this game because lightning can't strike twice yeah boogie said that that was yeah. uh that was a really nice line do you think this yeah. is a real story uh, is this a chef joe story no i think this is a real story i don't think this is like some raven walton lie um you know i think oh, i think this is real like uh, okay. i don't know why he would lie about this I think it's real for the most part, but I don't think he got struck by lightning. I, I My assumption is something near him got struck by lightning. He felt the shock because I feel like if he got yeah. shocked on a telephone pole with the electrical wires, I don't think he'd make it out alive. If that okay. makes sense. I don't know. Maybe I'm just giving Chicken George no credit for being able to survive a lightning strike, but okay. Um, Will and Janelle conspire against Danielle. And Will wants Mike Boogie to get Erica to backdoor Danielle, um, which is not a backdoor, according to the fans, um, because everyone right. can play in the veto. But yeah, and this makes me sad. Any thoughts on this segment, or should we just stroll along? Just keep the same old, same old, right? Yeah. yeah. Mike Boogie and Will discuss plans in the HOH room, and then Mike Boogie and Erica have what I call strategy pillow talk. And we all want to fast forward the scene because yes. we don't want to talk about Mike Boogie. <laughs> um, we get POV comps one at a time. It's called Two-Face. And they get the Two-Face of Found 3000. I'm going to be real. I hated this comp. I thought it was going to yeah. be the Morpho comp. It was trash. This one was not good. Um, they didn't even show us all the options. Like, if you're going to do this comp, let us, like, play along. 
I know they didn't show. They only showed us like two or maybe three of them. I was able to pick up on four because I was trying to pay attention when I went back and looked. Like there were four pairs. I couldn't tell you the order. There was definitely a fifth that they left off, but they were Allison and Jace because of the blue eyes. Um, Mike Boogie, Jason Allison apparently were the only three with blue eyes. Then Hallie and Diane, and I just felt disrespected right there. I felt attacked. Um, James and Marcellus, Jason James, and then the last one. Maybe Kaser and Nokomis, since they were not used. Or Marcellus? Marcellus was used with James. Oh, he was? Okay. One. Yeah. Um, James was used twice. Yeah, it might have been Kaser and Nokomis that were trying to get everyone. But um, still, I hated this comp. Like, I like the face morph, but I didn't like this thing. This was like a lazy face morph attempt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this, if this I, was like not fun. Yeah, if I can figure it out, that's how you know it's too easy. Yeah, it took Janelle one minute. Like, uh, somehow it took Chicken George 24 minutes and 23 seconds. <laughs> like, and, like, legitimately, he was not throwing. Um, but Eric got one minute 51. Will got 319. Janelle got one minute. Danielle got 123. And, like, Boogie got 742, which was a stupid comp to throw. Like, this is not the comp to throw that badly. Like, they all know you were throwing. Although with Chicken George's score, then uh, like who knows? Because honest, okay, so like if there are eight choices, if you have like eight choose two, there are only twenty eight possibilities, which means like you should be able to just like brute force this thing faster than twenty four minutes. Yeah, um, Chicken George also. I don't expect him to be able to remember what he did though. That's so sad. But <laughs> honestly, well, he was eating at this point, right? That there's no excuse yeah. then. If you're eating, unless they if were you, doing if the you two, have sustenance, you can never make a mistake ever. And except, but he won a competition when he wasn't eating. But also, um, if they were doing their two days of slop that they gave up for the trampoline, aka the pimpoline, and um, the Christmas in August, and then they played this on a Saturday, who knows like what their schedule was? Then maybe they they like did that early. So George um, should have smoked all these kids. <laughs> Chicken George, with that run that he has, he could have beat them all. Um, Did you notice that Janelle was running where she, like, put her hand on her back or something before she started running? It was weird. Like, almost like she had to it's keep all, her it's mic on or something. Carrying, carrying two seasons in a row back-to-back on her shoulders. Oh, yeah. Her back hurts because she's uh, carrying the seasons. Making the, making the show entertaining even with Howie there. That's, that's exhausting. True. Um, all right. Someone get this girl a chiropractor. Who was it, Case with the chiropractor? Get, do you not remember? I do remember this, yeah. laughing that this has come up time and time again. Uh, Jacob Jacob can get Lydia because he loves what Lydia is, chiropractor. Mm-hmm. Um, In fact, anyway. remind, me, remind me once we're done uh, recording this episode that I need my bag cracked. Are we not playing Among Us? It takes like five seconds. Okay, sounds good. Um, then... Uh, Danielle reminds Erica that she promised her safety and Erica is stuck. I thought I wrote shook for a second. Like, that's not. Then the ladies smoke after the comp. Danielle leaves and Janelle pushes Erica to put Danielle up. Oh, if we didn't say Janelle won um, the veto. Fourth out of five that she's going to win. Then Will says Janelle is the best reality competition competitor ever. And I'm like, I hear you. But also a lot of these competitions are like not as strenuous as the Survivor one. So like I think Tom Westman has you beat at this moment in history, Will. 
Um, any other? In terms, of, in terms of pure physical, sure. But I also think that um, if you were to like factor in the fact that Janelle's winning so many different types of comps, then yeah, I that's fair. Like Janelle, yeah, that's fair. But I do think she's up there for sure. But I also think there's like other ones that will probably doesn't like. Could there be someone on Flavor of Love that? just doesn't do competitions but could be the best reality competitor out there like sure how do you know that new york is in a inner comp beast i was gonna say hottie is probably the comp beast that we all should be watching out for she's the one that might oh, i haven't watched in. the show oh so she I know, the pumpkin in new york yeah no so no spoilers but there's an episode of new york where you have to cook a chicken to impress flavor Flav's mom and hottie puts the chicken in the microwave So yes, Dr. Will was forgetting the greatest reality competitor of all time. The disrespect, Dr. Like Will. I thought you were going to point a photo of Hottie on your wall for a second. Yes, I keep all of my pictures of the Flavor of Love cast on me at all times. Thank you. Wow. Um, anyways, Mike Boogie and Will celebrate, and Mike Boogie, Will, and Erica discuss Sandy and Danielle home. Erica gets really sad. Erica and Mike Boogie talk final three, and Mike Boogie is sus. Um... Any thoughts on this segment that is just words yeah. at this point? Yeah, I feel like Boogie should at least be able to sell the lie better. You know, he should just <gasps> yeah, say, that's like, yeah. yeah, I'm going to be with you. Like, no, I don't need to be with Will. Will already won his game. Like, just come up with something. Like, he was so yeah. awkward. How does Erica not see through this? This is upsetting. Ugh, as an Erica yeah. fan, this hurts. Um, Erica and Danielle talk. Erica tells Danielle she won't go up again. Uh, she won't go up again, or she will go up. Sorry, I am lost. These notes are not comprehensive. I also watched I this episode like seven days ago. Oh, okay, yeah. She she tells her she, she won't go up, and then later outside she says you're going up. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then Erica and Janelle talk in the HOH. Mike Boogie and Erica chat in the HOH as well, and Erica doesn't want to be the Diane. And you know I was standing that moment, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, Erica is distressed and Danielle rolls up and asks if Erica's putting her up and Erica says yes in the backyard and Danielle leaves and she's like, okay. And she's very calm at this moment. But then later, Danielle has been drinking and Nicole can tell you it's never good to get angry and drunk. Never good to combine those two things. You're going to end up getting, what's it called, removed from the function forcibly. Not that I would know about that. <laughs> Before what? Before getting removed from the, the formal, uh, the function formally. I don't know, too many F letters there. Yeah. I've never been removed from an event for being too intoxicated, but you know what? KIA, uh, what, 13 would have been a good shot of that. <laughs> you would have never gotten kicked out. You're TikTok and call. Hey, that was before my time. If quarantine never happened, who would I, would I be TikTok, Nicole? You never know. Whoa, You'd still crazy. be on this podcast. And that's what counts. I'd just be regular old Dr. Horny. <laughs> Dr. Horny married to Dr. Kirby. Yeah, but at the same time, yeah, this is a cautionary tale with Danielle getting a little too drunk. Like, obviously her fate was um, sealed at this point, but God, like, take it to the bathroom. That's because they're only, eating, they're only eating meat and alcohol. That's why her tolerance is so low. Um, hey, my yeah. tolerance is that so, low when I'm eating full meals, so I get it. I empathize. 
Yeah, um, but they Erica's smoking outside. Danielle is talking about Erica with Chuck and George. And then she's like, what are you looking at? <laughs> to Erica. And then they fight. Danielle is hurt and threatens her jury vote. And like they fight. And then Erica gets Will and they go upstairs to the HOH. Danielle tries to ring the bell later on in the night. And Will's like, nope, I'm going to stay here in this HOH room. I'm going to hunker down all night if I need to. And they end up sleeping in the bed um, to make sure that Danielle doesn't get a word with Erica. And Will's scared of Danielle's gameplay because he knows that she can spin it back. Yeah, I'd be particularly scared of Danielle, too. I know that she could turn the jury against me in two seconds. I know she was hurt, but I think Danielle... If she pushed harder in that moment, she could have maybe, when she was sober outside in the daytime, maybe she could have done some damage. But also, like, if you're also upset, you can also, like, take him. I get leaving to take a minute. But gameplay-wise, I think she could have, like, tried to spin it back before the day was over. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, Danielle is upset with trusting Erica. Um, Janelle uses the POV on herself. Erica puts up Danielle. And then we get our sixth iteration. It's been a minute, but the phone call in the diary room. It was well-deserved, but this one hurt a lot. (laughs) It did. They talk about how, did you get your showman to put up her best friend on the block? Yes. Did you do that? Yes. Yeah. Um, They did do a great job. I mean, they really have been making some pretty impressive moves. Even Janelle earlier in the episode is like, you're going to get Danielle up? She's like, if you can do that, that's amazing. So, like, they, everyone's acknowledging that they're doing great work. Yeah. That's the frustrating part, though, because they can see it. But ugh, it's so sad for Danielle. Um, I had one more comment to make. Oh, I believe there was, like, Erica and Danielle were really close outside of the house. And Erica's dog passed away before the season. And she also went through a breakup. And Danielle was, like, there for her throughout that time. Because also, Danielle was also, like, very quiet about going on All-Star. She was like, I'm not going. I'm not going. And then she was there. So, I don't know. So, I think that's also, like, personal factor outside of, um, like, the Lex Boston Rob thing, sort of. Not as drastic, because Danielle is more of a forgiving person than Lex, and less hypocritical as well. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, anyways, uh, Chilltown, a double eviction episode. Chilltown is looking for their Yoko, um, and Chicken George wants to be evicted for food. I'm like... Do you, what show are you on? Like, he said something that he wanted to be evicted for food. And what's the point of all this work to get Danielle back to George if you just want to leave? Plus, he could have gotten evicted earlier and had food for like two months, but he chose to give it up. So I don't, I don't respect that. Yeah. I see. And this week I was starting to enjoy George more, but then when he said that, I'm like, nope, you're annoying again. Um, then we get three. This was the first iteration of the wise guys. Like, fuck that noise. That was not a thing. Chilltown did it first. They did three Chilltown alliances with Erica, Janelle, and then just for fun, they brought Chicken George into one too. Such um, a good segment right here. Yeah. Um, Memphis, you're not original. Uh, and then Danielle with, um, she's with cards, and then she talks to Mike Boogie in the backyard. Mike Boogie, why you got to lie at this point? I feel like you're just risking a jury vote at this point. Like, Danielle knows she's going home. Don't even, like, lie to her, I think. I think some – like, the James thing at least makes sense a little bit more because then, like, you don't – Danielle can't plot against you for the whole week. But if Danielle's going home, everyone knows it. 
what do you think of this? Do you think they should have told her? Uh, I mean, mm, it goes either way. I uh, hindsight is twenty twenty, but at this point, you have a lot of enemies. Danielle has a lot of enemies. I think you know that Erica is not getting the vote no matter what, so you can try to butter them up. But yeah, it's hard to know exactly what everyone's thinking at this point. Because yeah, like Danielle can't, she can't be mad at everyone. So if everyone is going to betray her, then you're fine. No, I know. But I still think it's like, like, if it's like you, if you tell her and then Will doesn't, maybe she'll, that, that's a way for Mike Boogie to get a vote that if he's against Will. Um, Will tells Danielle she's safe. Chicken George is dressed up at the eviction as a Santa flower is what I wrote down. He's wearing his flower costume with the Santa hat and the beard. Um, and then they give their speeches. Julie tells them it's fast forward night. And by a vote of three to zero, Janelle, Will, and Bank Boogie all evict Danielle. Um, they talk about the discussion of the roller coaster week. Julie asks Danielle why the season was more personal as opposed to BB3. And she talks about how it was like she knew these people for years. It's harder to turn on them. Um, and that the season was redemption. And even though she didn't win, she still feels like she got it. Um, and yeah, Danielle wants Erica out for personal reasons next. Um, but she's forgiven Erica and goodbye messages from everyone. They all call her an incredible player and a great human. And Erica in her goodbye message talks about her Jerry vote. I'm like, Erica, don't do this. This yeah, is painful that, to watch. That seemed, that seemed like a, a bit pathetic. It was hard to watch her just like essentially beg for a vote. Like, I know you said you weren't going to give it to me, but please actually give it to me. Please like consider giving it to me. Like I get it that there were friends outside of the house, but like, uh, Erica, you can't you can't beg for jury votes like that. You can yeah. be like, like there's a way that you can beg for her jury vote without. It could be like, I understand that you're hurt. I just made what I thought was best for me, and I hope I can have the opportunity to explain it to you later or something like that. Like that's probably not perfect, but it's much better than be like, I hope you'll consider giving me your jury vote because I really made this for game moves and stuff like that. But. Nicole, well, explain why it is a game move. I know that jury management has evolved so much, and if I were in the house, I wouldn't be good at this, but how can you just be that pathetic? I don't know. I don't know. Erica, maybe I was wrong about saying that she needed that self-respect as a Christmas present, because this was just painful. Yeah. Um, so, this breaks my heart. We have to say goodbye to Danielle Reyes, the queen. Any <laughs> goodbyes that you want to make? God, I, I know now knowing how BB-22 panned out, maybe it was for the best that Danielle did not get involved in that shit show because her legacy of just this season has been so iconic and I'm sad that it had to end this way, but imagine it didn't. Imagine we could live in a world where um, Danielle Rice was the winner of the season, but you know what? I don't want to get too in my feels about it because there's enough to be sad about. Jacob? Yeah, I mean, Danielle is one of the best players, uh, hands down. Uh, you know, she is, like, probably deserving to have been a winner. She's made it far in this season. And, yeah, she's just full-on badass. Absolutely love her. Danielle is my all-time favorite Big Brother contestant. Um, I know that might shock all the Diane stands out there, but Diane is not my <gasps> number one. We stand her, though. She's up there, but she's not number one. Uh, Danielle... And I will defend Lisa's game because Danielle 
made mistakes in that game. And even if it was a question jury, I don't know if she wins. But I love Danielle. She, I think without her and Dr. Will, this show does not survive many seasons based mm-hmm. on those two seasons back to back. Danielle is a strong black woman who did damage in this in these this game like for her to do that especially like back in the day is like iconic and she's funny she's hilarious she's smart she's like all these great things and we absolutely stand and the season would not have been as great without her Uh, period period point blank period now let's uh, evict someone who uh doesn't matter if they leave or not no, no, it's fine. Whatever. Um, Chicken George. Oh, yeah. So uh, where are we? HOH, Battle of the Sexes. Eight questions. Answers are either male or female. But come on, big brother. Gender is not binary. I mean, if the people in the house only identify with those two genders, okay. But yeah, 2007, this is not surprising for me. Yeah. Um, when the challenge but- is doing Battle of the Sexes, Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, um, the first question during the live show: Who said Kaser was more gorgeous, um, bald? Was it m- a male or a female? And does anyone remember? Was it Marcellus? Erica, right? It was Marcellus. Oh. oh, Nicole gets a point. Oh, I'm bad. Everyone gets the point here in the. I'm in literally going to lose this comp, and I know the answers. Question two: Second house guest evicted eight to two. Was a male or a female? male i think it was okay i lost i thought it was a female no jake you got it right it's 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 nicomas um nicomas okay it wasn't jay's because allison because allison and nicomas both had the same number of people voting because of the co-hoh twist Mm -hmm. um so it's one to one everyone gets a point question three when danielle won the pov who was the replacement nom a male or a female female male Oh, Jacob gets well, another point. Agree. It's Marcellus. I don't know. I don't know. My brain. It was Marcellus. Jacob is now winning. Will and Janelle are the only know. ones who got that point. Um, question four: Past house guests appeared more. Were there more when the past house guests appeared? Were there more men or women? Men. men. The, I know this one. You both got it right. Uh, Let's go. Mike, Boogie, and Janelle. Wait, no, just Janelle got it right. Sorry. Um, question five: The second ghost to appear in the seance was that a male ghost or a female ghost? I don't remember I this. Female. Male. What did you say, Jacob? Female. Jacob got it right. I was <laughs> it, it, I didn't. I Janelle, Chicken George, and Mike Boogie all got it right. Question six: Was the first meteor thrown in Fallen Stars thrown by a male or a female? Female. That was a Diane. It was no, Nokomis, right? but yes, you both got a point. Um, everyone got a point in that one. Um, question seven. In the sloppy cook-off, which judge said low-grade dog food? Was it a male or a female? How could I forget this? It was Marvin. Yeah, it was male, which, uh, like, statistically, there were two female judges, so I would have picked female, but that was uh, just a great line. Yeah. Um, and then final question. Oh, everyone got that right. And then final question. The majority of the POV wins this season. Were they male or female? Female. They were most definitely female. Correct. Jacob wins HOH, um, as does uh, Janelle when everyone got it right. Jan- Jacob got seven out of 
eight questions right. Holy Bay, sit on the block. I can't believe I had a lead. Sit on the block. Excuse you. I won the veto. Oh, got to put up the replacement nom. All right, Lydia. Oh, Nicole, let's vote out Lydia. I don't think we have a choice. Um, actually, no, I didn't win the veto. Diane won the veto and pulled me out because I know Jacob hates Diane. <laughs> oh, true, true. You actually hate her or are you just annoyed no, that I keep no, standing I, I, I'm not even annoyed. I'm just joking. I, th- I actually like her a lot. So uh... We stand good taste. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Janelle has four minutes before noms. I'm like, this was long. And it's just Janelle and Will in the green room talking. Yeah. And yeah. Janelle was like, I'm going to put up Mike and Chicken George. Is that what she said? Did she say Mike and Erica or Mike and Chicken George? I think she says Mike and Chicken George at first, and then I think. And then was like, and- yeah, and then she's like, "No, you have to put up Erica, you have to put up Erica." And then yeah, so I think this is where Janelle loses the game, knowing everything that we know is a little maybe hindsight twenty twenty. But I think this is where Janelle loses the game. She can take out Mike Boogie. She's golden. She has Will taking her to the final two. Will still wins, I think. But um, Erica will take, like Janelle can beat. Will and George in a final HOH competition if it's those three. Like, I think this is where Janelle loses the game. Um, anyways, yeah. they have four full-ass minutes, and then they're like, we're not going to go until Julie says anything. Um, Dr. Will loves making a good show. That's what's yeah. important to him. Yeah, he says, I'm producing the show. Uh, we need to wait for Julie. Yeah. Um, and then Janelle uh, puts... Felipe, did you notice that there's a Cook Island premiere in the bottom of the screen. Okay, I didn't notice it, but I was waiting for the Cook Islands thing. Like, because I knew I, that was coming up. I freaked out. When I saw Cook Islands premiere, I was like, oh my gosh, let's go. And then I was like, oh wait, I've already seen the season and can watch it whenever I want. Uh, <laughs> why am I so excited for this commercial on a show from 2007? But. Yeah, no, because they used to do that, like put them in the lower third. Um, I, Because I, I see the other ones. I've seen like Jericho, How I Met Your Mother in there this season, mm-hmm. but I was waiting for the Cook Islands one. Um. And then the POV, I'm not about veto. Again, with these veto puns that don't even work. Um, it's basically Erica versus Will, all comp. Will hits the buzzer first, but he's still, oh, let me explain the comp. They have to unknock themselves. They have to grab the veto. Once they're past the red line, then, and they have their veto unhooked, they can ring the buzzer. Will has his veto still hooked, hits the buzzer, it goes off, and they don't have the budget to fix that. <laughs> but, um, so he doesn't win, and then Erica wins the veto. Um, this is the closest Will's ever come to winning a competition. Actually, no, he won a competition in Big Brother 2 when he won the second HOH part of the final three. But, um, yeah. So what do we think of this veto competition, Nicole? I think that I like the idea where they have to untie the knots. I think it's like a very simple competition that they can bring back, but it definitely does favor a smaller body. But you know what? Maybe we need more yeah. of that. Yeah, no, it was definitely Will. Will was advantaged because he's a surgeon and he can do the knots. Um, but then Eric also does Pilates. Erica does Pilates, so that helped her. Um, I just think this is a much more balanced competition than run back and forth, put these puzzle pieces in place like they had in the triple. Like they need yeah. to bring back like more like high variance comps, like which is the frustrating part. But anyways. Um, yeah, Jacob, what'd you think of this comp? Yeah, I just felt bad for Chicken George because I think you could give him a 10-minute head start and he's still losing, and that's just unfortunate when he's on the block because he really needs to save himself, and his percent chance of doing so is approximately zero. To be fair to George, though, he shouldn't need to be saving himself here. It should have been, like, 
a different decision, but yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. It's just like, yeah. it's always unfortunate when like someone has like literally no chance to win a competition, but oh well. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, Erica vetoes herself. Janelle puts up Boogie. There's a lot of tech issues in this episode. Chick and George and Mike Boogie give their speeches. Will evicts George. Erica evicts George. George evicted two to zero. Here, like, if... I'm trying to think what I said. If she puts up George and Mike Boogie. No, she needs to put up Erica and Mike Boogie. And then yep. she might have to put up Will and Mike Boogie. But she can get George to vote out Mike Boogie even if Erica votes out Will and then break it. I think Will but, would probably still go. I think that uh, Boogie and Erica could probably pressure George into voting out my But Janelle uh, and George have a final two. Yeah, and George will do whatever Janelle says. He respects Janelle more as a player than... That's fair. Yeah, I, the move, you have to put Boogie and Erica up and then hope that uh, if Erica wins the veto, you put up Will. That's yeah. your only shot. Yeah, but... Yeah, so that's where Janelle kind of lost the game, in my opinion. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, so George, uh, then they speculate about the buyback because they said there's like, um, in the house, they're like speculation, but they're the final four. There's no buyback. And Chicken George is at peace. He came back for the costumes. Uh, slop, they discuss Slop. They talk about how he's a buffoon. And then the KFC colonel with Chicken George and chicken and chicken george and danielle are going to be at the early show and house calls and that's the end of the episode um do you think they like got this promotion for chicken george like they like like do you think they always had a kfc sponsor and then they were like oh let's just have it when chicken george is evicted no i think that they got it for chicken george and i think that they didn't even get the a-list colonel sanders this dude's like the freaking backups backup colonel sanders at best Oh, he was very boring. Like, at least some of them have been... They should have brought in Reba McIntyre as the colonel. Uh, yes, that would have been she, She's the colonel. I don't know if you if you knew that. For right now, right? Yeah. Or is don't, it her now or is it Jason Alexander? Uh, they change it so often. Yeah. I thought... I always forgot that they gave him ch- uh, chicken. I thought they gave him um, a peanut butter sandwich, but I don't remember. Peanut butter, PB&J. Yeah, that's what I remember too, but... That she has to have given it to someone else, probably. Maybe Jen. Yeah. Jen City. Oh yes, yes, yeah. That's one thing. Yeah. Nicole, any final eulogies for the Chicken Man? Your favorite. We had a lot of high highs with him, very low lows. But you can't be worried. Took out Howie for us. Yeah, not bad. Not as bad as Howie. And I yep. like that we came to that conclusion independently. That's how you know how he's bad. Yeah. Um, Jacob, any final words on the chicken man? You know, I appreciate his costumes. Uh, I like that he loves the game a lot. You can tell he wants to be there. But let's get down to the real players. You know, final four. Let's get some uh, actual people who have a shot to win. Yeah. um, So this is going to be a story. Uh, I went in to Big Brother 1 expecting to love Chicken George. I hated him. He was kind of annoying. This season, I came in with an open mind. And by the end, I really enjoyed Chicken George. That said, he's still annoying many times <laughs> throughout the series. Um, and I'd much rather have had Lisa or Monica. But some I'm glad we got changed. Chicken George for some things we enjoyed. We, this was an enjoyable Chicken George experience, even though he was frustrating to watch at times. 
Uh, but yeah, we have our final four. So how it's going to work, we're going to get down to our finale by the next podcast. We're going to talk about everything. And then we'll do a recap show where we discuss both finales, I guess, if Nicole wants to hear the tea on Big Brother 22. I would love um, to blindly give commentary on it. I love it. Let's do it. Um, in the meantime, you can listen to Nicole on TikTok. You can watch Nicole on TikTok. You can follow her at Behind the Secret and on social media. And you can anxiously await her appearance on Renap whenever it comes to pass, where she will start a viral trend. Well, God willing. You never know. It's a wheel. I had to explain that to my mom today. She goes, you're doing your little podcast later? I'm like, yeah, but it's not the one with the wheel. She's like, yeah, when's that going to happen? I said, I don't know. <laughs> Come on, Miss Horn. Get it together. Uh, yes. Jacob, on the other hand, you can listen to him on Ink In There, an Avatar Post Show recap with Zach Muhammad, King Zach, if I do say so myself. He came in with the better opinions this week about the Scooby-Doo. <gasps> and he also, um, okay, I do maintain that you shouldn't steal. And I thought his logic was a little faulty there. But in this scenario, I do not blame Katara for stealing from the pirates. Okay, I, I accept that position. Ultimately, I think any stealing is wrong. And saying that just because you don't like the group that you can steal from is okay, whatever. That's fine. We get into it on the other podcast. But yeah, uh, yeah your position makes sense. But more so because like this was belonged to her family or her like yeah. tribe. And like she's just yep. stealing it back. Like in this scenario, I feel like that's more logically sound um um like if lydia stole your hat and you stole it back i feel like that's fair game yeah but if like uh you know lydia stole my hat and then my sister stole my hat back from lydia i'm not sure that's the same that's fair okay well think about it but anyways they they break down the <laughs> scooby-doo gang um in that episode and uh, I'm assuming Jacob's going to be on Origin Story at one point. So tune into the Post Show Recap Discord uh, Patreon program. Yeah. Should we get a Patreon? <laughs> yeah, of course. I'll be your first patron. <laughs> no, but if you do want to support the podcast, you can go to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and give us some good reviews or bad reviews. Give me good criticism. If you give me a no, one review. No, 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 no. If you're giving bad reviews. Reviews, podcast, not star ratings. Yourself. You can oh, give okay, me fine. critical feedback in the review session, but you have to give me five stars. Otherwise, I won't read your feedback. Um, yeah, you can do that after the podcast. Yes. Um, Nicole, did you see that um, I was doing a Latinx Heritage Month thing on Twitter? And one of the Latinx TV people I put on were Mitchie and Connie Torres I stand. as Latinx I'm so icons. Happy. Yeah, you got through the whole month. You got, what, 31 people? That's very impressive. I couldn't yeah. even name 31 people off the top of my head. Oh, well, I had to, like, do some late research to remember some. Like, uh, I didn't want to do any animated animals that were Latino because I feel like we want to celebrate the human Latinos. We're, but, yeah. What animal Anyways, Latinos are there? We'll talk about the software. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what animal Latinx characters are there? Uh, I did include the tools from Handy Manny, but it was more so a focus on Handy Manny and then also Felipe, because we stand the yellow screwdriver Felipe. You know people on TikTok want to, like, screw Felipe, you know? The screwdriver? Yes. On they TikTok, go check it out. They want to do what to my, my king? <laughs> they said, how can you be attracted to... 
toolbox tools and then they put a picture of Felipe on the screen and they go, oops. I hey, am. sexy. I mean, I'd like to think I am, but not that thing. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a tool. That's an inanimate object. That's like not okay. <laughs> well, go on TikTok and you can, um, you can get into a fight on there about it. Is there like an ASPCA for like inanimate objects? In the arms of an angel. <laughs> I'm, st- I'm, that makes me anxious. Okay. Anyways. Um, yeah. Support. You can. Okay. I have a few plugs. Go to my Twitter at tweets by. Fl- oh, Jacob, what's your Twitter? <laughs> at JK Redman. Do you have Take any other plugs? Nope. No. Okay. You did a perfect job. At tweets by Fleep. It's my main, where I did the Latinx Heritage Month celebration of media characters. Um, then also, you can watch me on Zoom Survivor Prom Night, hosted by, okay, long story, childhood friend Ethan, my first friend in kindergarten. Then we lost touch, just like life. And then he was hosting a Zoom Survivor on his own, unrelated, and I played in it, and it was a great job, and you should watch it. Uh, just Google Zoom Survivor Prom Night and watch me. Um, I don't want to spoil how I did. Should I spoil how I did on the podcast? No, I'll give you a one week to watch if anyone's going to watch, but you probably won't watch. But anyways, watch that. And yeah, also the Brazilian dragon and just smash them subscribe buttons and comments. Anyways, is there anything else to say? Nicole's going to go watch that Dr. Bill Watermelon Sugar TikTok now. You you know it. Yeah, so I guess enjoy your stay in the Flower Power HOH room throughout this week, and we'll check in with you at the finale when we crown Mike Boogie. (laughs) Bye.